Yo, 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 this is Josh K. Madrid coming to you live, and this is actually my first podcast, so thank you for tuning in. In today's podcast, we're talking about how to network effectively. What is my biggest mistake in business? Do I think an online business is the best opportunity for you to make money? And what to do if you're feeling stuck? So enjoy. Somebody asked me the best way to maximize your networking event uh, and networking opportunities to get around people. So this is it right here. So most people... Um, when I go to a networking event, what I realize, people rush me, right? And here's what they like to say. Most people are like, hey, man, I flew out from here. I came from here. Uh, you know, I have this great opportunity. I'm more dedicated than everybody else. You can see I'm dedicated because I flew out. And what you guys got to understand is nobody um, that has, you know, time that is very limited and is working on a lot of big things wants to be bombarded with people trying to pitch them the first time they meet them. People, they hate it. Like, honestly, when people come up to me and tell me that, like, I, I just freaking hate it, dude. Um, and people are telling me all their accomplishments, all the qualifications, and why I should work with them, why I should take them serious, why I should meet up with them you know, next time I go travel. And here's what you guys gotta realize. I don't know you. And when you're going to meet somebody, they don't know you either. So if you're good, you don't have to tell people you're good. I mean, they're bombarding me um, with a ton of questions or all the qualifications. What I realize is, hey, this guy's not as good as he's saying he is. If he was, he wouldn't have to throw it all in my face. Um, a lot of people tend to over-exaggerate you know, what they're doing. You know? They tend to over-exaggerate the results, over-exaggerate you know, what they're really doing to you know, gain this um, credibility or authority to try to be able to you know, work with somebody, right? And here's what you guys gotta realize. When it comes to networking, repetition is key. So what do I mean by that? The first time, so what I do when I go to network with people is the first time I see somebody, all I do is I just say, what's up? You know, if I have uh, a mutual friend, I go talk to them and I have them introduce me to who I want to talk to. And the first thing I do is I don't say anything about myself. I learn everything about them. I ask them questions. I honestly stay somewhat silent because like I said, when somebody goes out, they don't, they don't want to hear all your stuff. They don't, they don't want to hear it. You know, and especially if it's like an event that they're throwing, they don't want to hear somebody coming all the way to the event just to scream at them and ask them a bunch of questions. So what you have to do is if you want to network with somebody, when I say repetition is key, is you need to get in front of that person multiple, multiple times. They need to consistently recognize your face. They need to consistently see who you are and then realize like, oh shit, like this guy is the real deal. So how do you do that? The first time you can talk to them, fill them out. Ask them a ton of questions. See what you... Here's the biggest thing, you don't wanna ever get stumped. So if you're out here trying to tell people your qualifications, you're just out here trying to overhype yourself, if somebody asks you, like, if somebody's the real deal and they ask you a real ass question and you get stumped, they immediately lose all trust in you, they immediately you lose all credibility and they're not gonna wanna work with you and the rest of the things that they hear from you is like, they're gonna zone it out. It's called, you know, my, my buddy Jeff, he calls it the bullshit detector. People have bullshit detectors, people who are the real deal they know when somebody is overhyping themselves up. So, and that's most people um, when they're coming, <laughs> you know, they're telling you everything about themselves. So what you guys gotta uh, do is ask them questions, see who they are, uh, figure out everything about them, and then figure out where you can provide value there, but you don't wanna pitch anybody. You don't wanna, hey dude, how can I work with you? How can I do this? How can I, you know, you're looking needy. So you don't wanna look needy, that's the biggest thing. You want um, people, to want to learn more about you. So then if you're asking them questions, maybe they might ask you a question. When they ask you a question, this is your opportunity, but you don't want to give them too much. You want to somewhat be like mysterious. You don't want, you don't want people knowing everything about you because if they know everything about you, they don't have to ask. And the biggest thing, uh, one of the laws of psychology is you got to create curiosity. You want people wondering. So if you tell everybody everything about yourself, 
They don't have to ask you anymore. They're not wondering anymore. So wait till they ask you questions, give them a little bit of insight, and then leave it at that. Leave the conversation after five minutes, 10 minutes. Don't sit there and talk to them for 30 minutes. First of all, other people probably want to talk to them. First of all, you might need to talk to other people. You need to maximize your time, but you need to get around them more. So when I say, when I say that, so go talk to them, five minutes, 10 minutes, learn more about them. When they ask you stuff, give them very brief answers, but in a way that kind of edifies yourself. But you want to you know, remain humble, you want to have humility. And then the next time you get uh, in front of them, hey, I remember you from last time, you know, how's it going? And then you know, maybe another quick conversation, let them know a little bit more about you. Then the next time you see them again, you know, the third event, maybe it's a more uh, social event, you know, not as formal. Then you know, maybe you do something cool with them. Then maybe you kind of uh, really talk to them, you know, really shed some value on them. Uh, let them kind of know the real you and get, and get them comfortable with who you are. So the thing is now, I'm able to hang out with a lot of people um, that have high influence, you know, whether it's YouTubers, whether it's, um, you know, high entrepreneurs. And it's because I consistently saw them. They never exactly knew um, everything I did, so they're always curious, but they consistently, but the thing is too, you wanna obviously uh, be able to connect with them on social media. Um, really make an effort to connect with them on social media, but if you do that, <laughs> you better make sure your social media is good. If you're posting crappy content, uh, all of a sudden your credibility is gonna be gone. So if you're posting good stuff on social media and you're consistently seeing them, and they're seeing you do cool things, they're seeing you work hard, they're seeing you build businesses, they're seeing you create results, now the next time they see you, they're gonna to wanna to learn a lot more about you. And once you do that, now you have the leverage in the conversation. The biggest thing is always keeping the leverage. And this is the reason why there's people with two million followers, three million followers, five million followers that hit me up. You know, that dude, I see you everywhere. What do you do? You're not a YouTuber, you're making money, you're doing this, I saw you on social media, and now I have the upper hand because I'm not coming on here begging them and you know, trying to ask for an opportunity. How can I get in your video? How can I get a shout out? Uh, I'm not looking for that. They should have the perception of you that you don't need that. If they have a perception like, hey, this guy is on his grind, this girl is on her grind, this person is crushing it without my help, they're not looking for my help, they're not looking to get put on, that's what creates the curiosity, that's what makes them want to work with you, and it makes you more desirable, because now you're a bit out of reach, and you're the person, like I said, that has the upper hand and leverage. The biggest thing um, when it comes to you know, networking is gaining the upper hand, gaining the leverage, it's called frame control. Whoever has the frame control controls the conversation. So I'm telling you guys right now, if you're being desperate, if you sound desperate, if you're too over-energetic, if you're too hyped, and you're all in somebody's face trying to, hey, how can I do this? How can we do this? How can we be in value to each other? You immediately lose. And you don't, you obviously don't want to lose. You guys have, like, it's two options, you know, when you're networking, it's binary. You either win or you lose. And if you're looking for the, the quick result, you know, the quote-unquote overnight success, the get-rich-quick, if that's what you're looking for in a relationship right away, you immediately lose. You want to look, everything in life needs to be for the long term. You look for the long term, you're going to win. All right, what's been my biggest mistake when it comes to business? Um, my biggest mistake is I'm honestly too nice. So what do I mean by that? Um, you know, there's, there's a fine line between friendship, there's a fine line between business, and there's a fine line between acquaintances. So what you have to realize is, and not only that, but the biggest thing, so here's, here's what I look for um, in a business partner. So here's what I, I, I kind of get down the road. And this happened to me over a year ago um, where I realized like, I can't be doing this anymore. When you guys are looking for people to team up with, you guys are looking to build a business, the people, you obviously need a team. You obviously need people that you can work with. But the biggest thing you need to look for is their traits. 
you know, who are they as a person? Because how they are as a person is gonna directly correlate with how they run a business. So just, so first of all, never, ever, ever, ever give anybody leverage based off what they say, based off what they said they've done. You need to look for real life qualifications, look at the work ethic, look at who they are as a person, and look at their intentions. So what I realized is just because somebody says something doesn't necessarily mean that you should take it serious. So when you give to somebody too much leverage, when you give somebody too much power, they're gonna let you down. If you put somebody on too much, you give somebody too much power. So what I mean by this is, hey, somebody says I do this, I do that, I do this. Or I'm like, hey, cool, you seem like a stud. Let me give you these responsibilities. Let me give you these tasks before um, analyzing who they are, before analyzing their results, before analyzing the work ethic. And what you're gonna realize when you give somebody too much power, one, they take it for granted. Two, um, they think that they're entitled to it, so they're less likely to want to prove um, who they are. They're less likely to want to prove their work. And what ends up happening is you end up getting the short side of the stick. So my biggest mistake in business is being too nice. You guys gotta realize, like, all right, I'm working with this guy. Let me see what you can do. You know, do this for this amount of time before we say even anything. You gotta make sure people gotta real, people gotta really, really earn what you give them. Um, so when you guys have a business idea, don't just right away, let me go in 50-50 with somebody. Because now you're 50-50 with somebody, now you're in a binding agreement, and if they lose, you lose because they have 50%. So what I personally have done is I take full control of the business, but this is because, one, I'm aware. I know myself. And that goes back. You guys, I'll go into a little bit of detail after, uh, in a little bit, but you guys have to know yourself. You guys have to know who you are as a person. So the thing is, I'll take full control, and it's like, hey, you can take over this part of the business after you earn it, after I see you're all in, you know, after I see you're fully committed. Because, like I said, if, if you end up screwing yourself over um, be, be, by giving somebody too much leverage, you're gonna end up having a lot of issues, a lot of arguments, a lot of stress, um, and it's gonna take a huge chunk out of your revenue. And me personally, I don't really care about revenue. I actually genuinely uh, like building businesses. I like, you know, the work, I like the hustle, I like the grind, I like the creative insight behind something. Uh, how much I get paid is not like, it's not an ego thing. A lot of people want to define how much you get paid by their ego. I like to get paid strictly 1,000% based off the value it provides to the business. So if I know I'm only doing 10% of the work, I only want 10% of the revenue, if, you know? So, and not just 10% of the work, but 10% of the revenue that might be driven. So maybe I'm branding it, maybe I'm doing some backend stuff, maybe I'm giving massive capital to the business. So however much that correlates to the business, that's how much I want. I'm not greedy, I don't care because if you sign up to get too much equity, um, that's your business, which means you've got to treat it like your business. So if I own 90% of the business, I have 90% of the responsibility. So you guys gotta realize that. So when you're going into business with somebody, don't be greedy, but also don't be too selfless. You know, just take what you think you're valued at um, and give the other percentage of equity uh, to whoever's valued at that. Um, that's gonna allow you to scale at your maximum potential. All right, somebody says, all right, so it's to own a business on the internet the best way. So what I've realized over the last few years, um, doing market research and just seeing people come up, seeing businesses go down, seeing businesses come up, seeing entrepreneurs, influencers coming up, the biggest thing is that they're all coming up on the internet. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of traditional businesses that do good, but the biggest thing with running a business is driving revenue. That's the whole reason for a business. If you're not making any money, if you're not driving any revenue, there's no reason at all to run the business, right? 
So you gotta, you gotta ask yourself, where is the money coming from? And where the money comes from is where there's conversions. Where there's conversions is where there's traffic. How does traffic get driven? That it's where people are looking at, where their attention is at, where people spend their time on. So the internet, everybody's on the internet today. You're watching this right now, you're on the internet. You know, you, you, you saw a notification that I went live, whatever it is, but you're on the internet, which means that you're watching me. If I was putting ads up on the street, you're probably looking at your phone while you're in the car, uh, if you're in the passenger seat, you're not looking at the ads that's on the street. So you have to realize the internet, so here's the one reason I like the internet. The reason I like the internet is because there's the most opportunity there. Uh, you can start a lot of businesses offline, but what other business can you start and profit the same day? There's not much, unless you're flipping water bottles on the street corner and selling water bottles to people at, you know, uh, outside their cars on a hot day. So you have to realize you want to put your value where people need things. So the easiest way is like, look, so one, there's a lot of systems you can get into. You can start e-commerce, you can start affiliate marketing, you can, whatever there is online. You can start a social media marketing agency, right? Those are a lot of systems that you you know, tap into, but then there's also a lot of businesses that you guys can get into just based off demand. So, like, put it in perspective, I'm working on a lot, actually, quite a few businesses right now, and um, a lot of them I have different business partners with that I'm outsourcing a lot of work to, but every single business is internet-based, right? And the reason why it's internet-based is because what I did is I realized, like, hey, look, this part of the internet is slacking. This part of the internet uh, doesn't, you know, there's something missing. People are needing something, they're trying to figure out how to get it, and there's nowhere for them to get it. There's nowhere for them to utilize it. So what do I do? I'm like, all right, well this makes sense. So I look around, the first thing I do is I look around, I do my market research, is there anything else like this, right? The second thing I do, where is this, uh, if I find somebody, something that's like it, where are they fucking up? Where are they screwing up? Where is the fault inside their business, right? I find the fault, the, the faults. I find where people uh, are having complaints. I find where people are not getting results. I find where people don't like the product, right? Then I find where people do like the product. I find where people are getting results. I find where people are succeeding. And then I'm like, all right. Then I analyze if they have a social media, where they're driving the traffic. Where, where is the most popular times of getting their, social, uh, their traffic? Where, where is it coming from? How is it converting? What ways are they marketing it? Uh, when are they taking a dive in revenue? When are they taking a dive in traction and traffic coming to their business? And then I look at that. And what I do is I create a system, I create a concept, I create a business idea using all of that. And when I find something that sucks, I figure out how to fix it. When I find something that's good, I figure out how to double down. When I figure something that's driving traffic but maybe not converting, I figure out what's those missing pieces that makes it convert. And then I figure out, all right, now how is it going to duplicate, right? Where is the majority of the money coming from? Because don't get me wrong, everybody has a million dollar idea. Everybody you know, has this idea that can make millions of dollars, but not everybody knows how to distribute a business idea to get it across a million people's faces to buy it. So you have to realize what can be the largest, easiest, and dollar for, uh, for a penny idea to distribute it. So what's your channel distribution? So whether it's affiliate marketing, whether it's internet ads, whether it's uh, influencer marketing, inbound marketing, outbound marketing, uh, email marketing, YouTube, whatever it is, you have to realize what's gonna be the strongest advantage for your business, use that marketing, double down on it, and use that channel of distribution 
and scale infinitely. So what you want to do is scale until your dollar for penny goes for dollar for dollar. So the second you're spending a dollar to make a dollar, that's when you need to reevaluate what you're doing with your business and drive traffic a different way or figure out uh, the reason why it's slowing down and then fix it and then double down again. So the thing is, I'll tell you guys this right now. I can spend 25 cents and make a thousand bucks all day, every day. 25 cents and make a thousand bucks. And then eventually you reach a peaking point. A peaking point, it flats out. I'm not making a thousand bucks on 25 cents. It might be 75 cents, it might be a dollar, right? So you keep scaling until it hits a thousand bucks for a thousand bucks. The second you hit that, all right, you're not profiting anymore. What's wrong? Where's the, where's the error? Is that trend going away? Is somebody's attention uh, focused somewhere else? So that's when you have to realize um, where to go. So, but the thing is, the internet is the easiest way to do that because you can track all that. In real life, it's very hard to track, like, hey, where did this lead come from? If you have a retail store, you can't realize, I mean, unless you're getting people surveys or asking them at the door, hey, where did you hear about our business? Hey, you know, did you decide just to pull over and come to our business? You guys have to realize that the internet is where everybody's eyeballs are. You're, you're watching me right now. Your eyeballs are on me. So you're likely to, you're more likely to buy something from something you see online compared to you see in store. Not only that, but you can build uh, a reputation, you can build a brand, you can build something that lasts a long time um, for somebody to see and, can, and recognize. Because um, studies show that people usually don't buy things until the seventh time they see it. So what does that mean? What's the easiest way to get something in front of somebody seven times? Social media, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, YouTube, Medium, SoundCloud, you know, boom, that's seven different channels of distribution. You know, and then boom, you got paid ads, you got free ads, you got SEO. There's all these different channels of distribution, and the more you get, you know, email marketing, all those different things, the more you can get your product in front of somebody's face, the more likely they are to buy. All right, somebody says, did you ever feel stuck? Um, what did you do to keep going? Um, try everything right now to keep up. I know it's about the mindset. So here's what you guys have to realize. Here's what you guys have to realize. Listen up. You cannot reach success until you develop into the person that can. When you develop into the person that can, so that, that's when you can reach success. So what do I mean? A lot of people think they can buy a course. A lot of people think they can watch YouTube videos. A lot of people think they can you know, find some step-by-step -step information and boom, they can get rich because they follow the same steps. It doesn't work like that. That's what will leave you stuck. You're having a false sense of awareness of where you are and to where you need to be. You have to realize right now, you're at point A. You want to get to point Z. There's a lot of places you have to go in between to get there. And your mindset needs to be ready. So your mind is on point A, right? And you want to get to point Z. So, but the thing is, you can't get to point Z until your mind is ready to be there. So what do I mean by that? A lot of people, you know, here's the thing. If, you're not, if you don't have the creative insight, if you don't have the drive, if you don't have the work ethic, if you don't know who you are as a person, you're never, ever, ever going to reach success. So uh, I think a lot of people, um, they have a false like, sense of awareness, they have a false sense of who they are as a person. Me, personally, so there's a final line. I talked about this before, I wrote blogs about it, I wrote Instagram posts about it, but here's what you have to realize. Your confidence obviously needs to be up here. If your confidence sucks shit, you're not gonna execute on shit. And like, People are like, how do I build confidence? Some people think they have confidence, right? Some people think they have it all, but they don't, and here's why. If you have any thought in your mind at all, 1% of doubt, you're not ready. You're not ready to start a business. If, you're, if you think, what if this doesn't work? If you're like, hey, I'm not sure if I should do this or do that, 
you're not ready. 100%, 1,000,000%, you're not ready. So what you have to realize is how do you get ready? And this comes down to, like, it's not gonna happen overnight. These are small things that build up. And one of the first things I wanna talk about is your circle of influence, the people you surround yourself with, the people you are with on a daily basis. So if you're around crappy people, if you're around people who don't have any positive influence, who are not doing better than you, if you're around parents that suck, teachers that suck, you know, friends that suck, that party that turn up, that are not filling you up with positive um, energy, that are not giving you advice, that are not pumping you up every day, you're gonna feel stuck. I'll tell you guys what, the people I hang out with on a daily basis, they pump me up. Before I just went into this life here, I just had a conversation with two of my buddies, and they're pumping me up. I'm talking about things I want to do. They're pumping me up. You know, and they're talking about what they want to do. I'm pumping them up. So immediately, my confidence is through the roof. But at the same time, I also know that the things that I'm talking about that I want to do, I'm not ready for yet. I haven't reached those results yet. I haven't turned into that type of person that is ready for that. It doesn't matter how hard you work if you're not mentally ready. And, and the thing is, I think a lot of people skip that. They don't know what it means to be mentally ready. Like, and sometimes they're like, yo, let me read a million books. Let me watch a million YouTube videos. That's not what it's about. That motivates you. Like, you gotta stop being motivated. You gotta stop being motivated. You gotta be disciplined. You know, you have to actually intrinsically want it. So what I mean by that is like, you, it shouldn't take you coming on this live feed to be motivated. You should come on this live feed to get educated, to learn new things. If you're on this live feed right now just to get motivated, to go home, to sit down and do what? Do whatever the hell you're doing, you're not ready. You're not ready to build a business. You're not ready to make, uh, to make money. Is that you have to be mentally ready. So one of the things I do, I've talked about this before, you have to visualize. You have to be able to do the things inside of your mind first before you do it in real life. So one of the craziest things I do that I think most people don't do is if I tell myself like, hey, I, before I do anything, I tell myself I'm gonna do it. So hey, I'm gonna pick up uh, this phone charger right here and then I pick it up, right? And then I say I'm gonna put it down. I put it down. But if I say I'm gonna pick it up and I don't pick it up, then I'm lying to myself. The biggest thing you can't do is prove yourself wrong. If you guys prove yourself wrong one time, yeah, telling yourself you're gonna do something, what you're doing is you're lowering your confidence, you're lowering uh, your level of execution, you're letting yourself subconsciously know that you can't do it. So this is the reason why I never, ever, ever, ever said I was gonna do something and didn't do it. So when I was 13, when I was 14, I was telling myself I was gonna get uh, my dream car, the Nissan GTR, before 21, I had no idea how I was gonna do it. I was hustling back then, but not to the level where I can comfortably pick up a six-figure car at, at 19. But I told myself, and I visualized myself, and every action I did led up to me being able to do that. So what happens, things start falling into place because I'm putting out that energy, I'm putting out uh, all of that into the universe, it's coming back to me because I become worthy of it. I become deserving of it. So if you tell yourself you're gonna do something, if you tell yourself you're gonna go hang out with somebody and meet up for a business meeting and you don't do it, you're subconsciously letting yourself know that that's okay. Your word is the biggest thing, but your word is not only the biggest thing for other people, I care a lot, My word, if, I, if I make a commitment to somebody, I care about that a lot. But what I care about more is if I make a commitment to myself. So you guys have to realize, if you make a commitment to yourself, you need to follow through on it, you need to get it done, you need to execute on it. So if you tell yourself you're gonna hit the freaking gym, hit the freaking gym, don't, ah, I'll do it tomorrow. Because what you're doing is you're letting yourself know, it's okay to lose. It's okay to put things off. And if you're willing to do that for yourself, and you're the, most, you're the most valuable person to yourself, if you're willing to lie to yourself, if you're willing to prove yourself wrong, and you're the most valuable person to your own self, 
what you're gonna think that it's okay to do it to other people. The second you start doing it to other people, that's when you lose credibility, that's when you lose trust. So you have to realize who you are as a person and you're not gonna be stuck. The reason you're stuck is you're not ready yet. Go back a few steps. You know, develop yourself into somebody that's ready. If you feel stuck, it means you're not doing something right. You know, I get people all the time, hey, I'm doing everything right and it's still not working. No, you're not. <laughs> you're not doing everything right. If you're doing everything right, it's not working, you're not doing everything right. So what you have to realize is you gotta go back. Take a few steps back and figure out what you're doing wrong. Because the way I look at it is if somebody's done it before, then there's no reason you can't do it. And the person who's done it before mentally is on a different state of mind than you are right now. Somebody watching this right now, you're not ready to come on and build a six-figure brand, seven-figure brand. You're not ready to build a huge online business. You're not ready to make tons of sales. You're not ready to become an entertainer online or a YouTuber and generate massive, massive overnight success because you're just not that person. So until you develop into that person, you're not gonna be able to get it done. So we have to realize um, if you feel stuck, then something's wrong and your blueprint, the way you're thinking, uh, the way your mindset is, is um, you know, developed and you need to go back and fix that. And the thing is, it's not your fault. It's not always your fault because you only know what you've been taught. And if you haven't been taught, you're not gonna know. So that's, but that comes your fault if you're not willing to go learn. So that's where you have to take accountability to realize, hey, hey, I haven't been taught this. I gotta go back, I gotta take a few steps back and learn this so I can become you know, who I wanna be. So to wrap that all up, guys, um, if you're feeling stuck, if, you're, if things suck, you know, your life is not where it wants to be, two things you gotta realize. One, you're doing something wrong. You're not ready yet. You need to take a few steps back and figure out what's holding you back. Two, the thing you have to realize is that if you feel stuck and you're at you know, the very bottom, now you need to realize you get to create the lifestyle that you want. You get to create the business that you want exactly how you want it to be built. So if you're at point zero, if you're homeless, you're broke, um, your family members died, your dog died, whatever it is, use that to be like, all right, I'm at the bottom. I can now create the exact lifestyle I want because you're at point zero, you know? So you have, to, you have to really, really be able to go all in and realize that you can control your outcome. You can't control what happens to you. There's a lot of um, exterior factors that you can't control. So don't put your energy on that. Put your energy on shit you can control. So if you feel stuck, it's probably because the stuff you can't control is affecting how you're thinking. It's affecting, you know, whatever you're doing. And you're like, oh man, I'm doing everything right. This is not happening, this is not happening. Okay, well go make something happen. Make, make something happen. So if you're stuck, take it into your own hands to realize you know, where you wanna be. Realize, you know, um, and I talk about it another time, but you guys have to work backwards. You have to realize where you wanna be and create that roadmap backwards to how to get there. So real quick to wrap it up, I said, hey, I want the Nissan GTR, that's my dream car. To get that dream car, I gotta make a lot of money. To make a lot of money, I gotta have a big business. To have a big business, I gotta have a product that people want. To have a product that people want, I need to do my research on the market and see where people are lacking. I'm not trying to create demand. Don't go out to the market and try to create something and try to make people want it. Find where it's already lacking and fix it, right? And then once you realize how to fix it, I gotta find a channel distribution to get the product out there. And to do that, then I'm like, all right, go back one more time. I gotta have the credibility, I gotta have the authority, I gotta have the results to show people that this product is worthy. And all the way, keep going back, keep going back, and I end up to where I'm at 
now, or not now, but where I was when I first set that goal. And then I followed that roadmap, boom, 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 until I reached my ultimate goal. Instead, too many of you guys are like, I'm stuck. All right, I wanna make a million dollars. What's the next million dollar idea? How should I start? Let me, let me just do this. Let me just do that. You're not setting yourself up for success. There's too many variables. There's too many options. Cut down the options. One of the, one of the most, uh, I think it's the first law of branding, and even though this is not about branding, but it's focus on one thing. Focus on one thing, get good at it, get known for it before you diversify into other things. So that same law of branding can be used into wanting to start a business. Focus on one thing. So to focus on one thing, you gotta figure out where you wanna be and then work backwards from there. Not start from wherever you're at and then be like, all right, you know, let me take a guess. That's not how it works. So figure out where the market's lacking, provide that value, work backwards, figure out the, and backtrack what's needed and you'll be able to get to where you're at. But the biggest thing, um, starting you know, forward from that, is you gotta know where you're at. You don't know where you're at. The map that you create is gonna be false. It's not gonna work, all right? If it's not gonna work, now you're doing something that doesn't even relate to where you wanna be. So you, your, your map needs to be based on where you're currently at and where you wanna be. So be honest with yourself, be true with yourself. Find five closest people around you, ask them what you suck at, ask them what you're good at, ask them what they think you should do generally if college wasn't an option, if jobs were an option, what do they think your strengths are? What do they think your weaknesses are? And write it down and really try to focus on who you are because when you focus on who you are and you know where you want to be, it becomes very easy, very transparent to be able to create that roadmap backwards uh, to get to where you want to be at, which allows you to not be stuck.